0: Drink it in now. Deep left side carry on, picks up the block, at the 5, at the 2, at the 1, to the end zone! Touchdown Detroit Lions! Stafford! Drink it in now. Get up, Stafford throws, it is end zone, caught! Oh, baby, what a catch! Kenny Gallagher, you're a freak! What a catch! Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! I love the Lions! Say it with me! I love the Lions! Drink it in! Detroit Kool-Aid, what's going on, everybody? Friday, uh, we had an explosive show on Wednesday. We talked about a Lions dub ski in Philly. Uh, brotherly love got a little toast to the Lions. We came out of there with a, a big win. And, of course, I had to give Grifka a bunch of grief on the show because I knew he was thinking, how are they going to lose it? How is it going to go wrong? It didn't go wrong for the second week in a row, everybody. All you other Lions fans out there, they're always overly worried. They played um, good throughout the game. They won the football game. They made big plays when it counted. This team's tough. It's gritty. It's grimy. Um, really looking forward to this game in uh, Ford Field with the Chiefs coming to town. So lots to talk about and lots of interesting takes, I'm sure, on this football game. Grifka, what's going on, buddy?
1: Oh, man, it's the first Sunday of fall. You know, I know we've had a few weeks of football, but it's the first Sunday of fall. It feels like that. And, uh, you know, thank God it's Friday.
0: Which is abbreviated to
1: TGIS. <laughs>
0: there it is. All right, we'll get the show off to a good start with that. Griffka, Pat Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, Nicole Hardman with his 4 2 speed. We got Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the game. We've got Sammy Watkins. We got all these playmakers, all this new age football coming into Ford Field where our lions will be wearing the throwbacks the the plain gray silver helmets the blue jerseys smashmouth football I think this just has a great you know dichotomy just great contrast written all over it I can't wait for it man what the heck are we talking about this week heading in this football game
1: oh man like you said man this is a big time game it's a big time uh, offense they'll be facing with uh, Kansas City. And once again, uh, you know, I usually do it like one of my soapboxes about the Lions not getting any love. But hey, they're jumping up in the up in the rankings, man, with a couple wins where a lot of people were expecting a loss, but they are jumping up, but you know, I am you know, have been watching all the talking heads this week and nope, they're not getting too much love. I mean, gosh, I was watching uh I think what was it, uh couldn't remember if it was NFL Network or ESPN, but they actually, I think it was maybe ESPN, they brought, like, Jason Williams back, and they were talking about how his no-look passes, comparing him to, like, you know, like Magic Johnson stuff, showing all these highlights because Pat Mahomes does this pass, you know, where he's not, like, not looking and he, like, throws the ball, which, I mean, it's kind of cool looking, but it's just like, okay, I hope your wide receiver is where they're supposed to be for you to be able to make that play. But the Lions aren't getting too much love from the media on this game. They're expecting a blowout, but uh, that's something we can break down.
0: Chai please. Please. That's what I got to say to all that Grifka. Get the get that uh get that no-look pass out of here. I mean, really. Chai please. Please. Yeah.
1: So, let's do this. Uh so let's get right into it. I ain't got I ain't got nothing really else to talk about on it. No real rants because like I said, the line's getting some love. So, um let's just uh, start breaking this down. I guess the big question is, I mean, We've seen Hold on, Pat hold on.
0: Griffco, before we get into it, we'll go ahead and get ready in the game. Um, but I want people to stay tuned because at the end, I shouted out on Twitter, asked you guys for your predictions. Lots of people got back to me. We are going to read those on the show. We're going to give you some shout-outs your, of your Twitter handle if you wrote in and if it was uh, quality enough for me to put it on the show. So hang in there to the end. We'll get your uh, fan score predictions or are the Lions going to win or lose. We'll get those in there. But uh, like Grifka said, let's go ahead and, and break this game down, talk about it, tell the people what we think are going to happen. Hit it, Grifka.
1: Yeah, like um. Like I like I was saying, uh, we all seen uh, Pat Mahomes be able to throw up some monster numbers against some teams. um, Threw up big numbers against last week against Baltimore. Baltimore's Baltimore's got a good defense. Uh, You threw up what 28 points against uh, Oakland. You know week week two. So uh, I guess my biggest question for you is. uh, what do you kind of envision the Lions doing? you think they're going to run kind of like they did against Philadelphia, kind of like that three-man rush, drop a lot of people into coverage? Or do you think maybe um, you're going to have Mother Goose going to try to dial up some blitzes uh, to put some pressure on the homes?
0: Griff, this is, this is all the Lions fans, all the people that are overly worried. This is what they think. They go, oh, my gosh, Patrick, on homes is coming. Like, okay, Patrick Mahomes is good. He can throw the football. They've got skilled players. Like, I mean, I think they're going to come in here and uh, they're going to do what they do. But, like you said, Baltimore is a pretty good D. I I I just feel like we're we're playing good ball. We always kind of – we have a good defensive head coach that can scheme something up. So – I, I'm expecting them to give them some struggle, especially early in the game. I mean, I would think maybe later in the game, uh, they get Kansas City might get us figured out a little bit and still put up, uh, you know, some points. But I think it's kind of everything setting up nice for us to give them some issues and to frustrate them and to get after the quarterback a little bit more than we have, as well as, you know, uh I don't know. I if they can, if they can keep the ball in front of them, I think they'll be OK. Like you just don't want people just streaking behind you wide open. So I think they'll try to try to frustrate that offense as well as just keep the ball in front of them and tackle and get after the quarterback. All those things that you got to do to beat a team like this.
1: Yeah, I can. Uh, like you said, I think um, this is going to be one of those tough weeks for, uh, you know, Matt, Pat, Mother Goose to come up with them. Um, some defenses to really kind of slow down this offense. Well, uh, why,
0: you gotta, some, why you got to why you got to crack on the guy's glasses, Grifka? I mean, is that is that called for really?
1: Yeah, you know he wears them on the end of his nose. You know, I don't. Oh, know. Yeah. I guess at I guess there. I was the
0: guy. I was the guy that started that, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. I, I can I can see probably like um some three man rushes and trying to keep like you said as as much stuff in front of them. Don't let none of those speed guys behind them. I think they're going to really try to limit the uh, Kansas City big plays because it seems like. Kansas City just thrives on those deep balls, where you know they those real big chunk plays.
0: Yeah. is this going to be my take again and rewind? Because you already hit the two points. No, I just said no
1: because uh, <laughs> um, no, it's not. But uh, because you didn't, you didn't say if they were going to dial up blitzes. You were just going like, to oh, they're just going to do defenses. Where I'm giving you an actual take. I'm like, no, I think I'm I'm, I'm envisioning a lot of three man rushes, and once again, they're going to probably double team Travis Kelsey, their tight end, kind of like they did okay. against Zach Ertz. So, um, right. I mean, you really didn't say anything about the defense other than um you know try to like limit them i mean cuz i asked you you think they're going to dial up blitzers or run three man rushes but you just kind of like oh matt pat's going to die he's a defense coach he'll dial up something so obviously he's going to put 11 guys out there with your take so amazing they're going to throw 11 defenders out there but i think they're going to run a lot more three man rushes and try to um try to uh, really limit the uh you know um the real deep plays where uh they keep two deep safeties so that's kind of what i think they'll do so if you think i just did your take (laughs) you're full of shit because you didn't really say anything about the defense
0: easy family show grifka geez you're gonna get us that e on our podcast You keep that up um what i really got to do is listen to you more because half the time i tune you out when you ask me questions i'm too worried about saying grifka is that a real question or playing a sound bit but uh Griffka, what I loved last game in Philly was them putting Trey Flowers, your favorite player, who you've already quit on after two, three weeks, um, right in the middle of the defense, right lined up over the nose. That was incredible. If you want some more breaking down of the tape or whatever you just tried to give us, like my favorite thing, too, the last few weeks has been. T walk just manning up on the guy in the slot whether it be the tight end receiver whatever it is like 21 just walks up there swagging those arms with a little bit of juice and then right when the ball's hiked he's just punching you in the chest getting you off your route i absolutely love it we haven't had a guy to be able to do that since i don't know when i mean i know you love nevin lawson when he was here and you thought he could cover anybody and you know every time tees was out there you thought man it's the fastest guy in the league but uh Yeah, now we actually have somebody that can cover slots and tight ends, so I'm super excited about that, and that's obviously what they'll dial up is more of that, and I agree with you on the double team. They will probably try to double Kelsey and let the rookie as well as uh, Sammy Biscuits beat him.
1: Sammy biscuits. Is, it, okay.
0: is, is that good? Good for you? Is that the yeah. breakdown you wanted, yeah, or can I yeah, just play I, like I, more I, clips?
1: I, I, no, I ask you an either or question. Like I said, you really didn't say anything about it, so I gave you my take. But you thought I was giving you your take, and but All right, nice well, I, I didn't
0: listen. Yeah. I didn't listen to you. I'm sorry, but because I was too busy wanting to play my new Frank Quad Wow, which uh, if you give me a good question, uh, maybe I'll hit you with this. Wow! 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 <laughs> Oh, man. Wow. That's that's something else right there. I mean, that deserves the original. Wow! <laughs> yeah. What else you got, Griff? I'll, I'll wow you with my few of my answers so you get impressed and don't have to uh, swear on the show.
1: Okay. Um, was it uh, the uh, Kansas City Chief uh, tackle is out with Fisher? He's injured. Uh, do you think the Lions will be able to exploit that?
0: Oh, my gosh. Eric Fisher, like... Mount Pleasant's favorite son, you know, all these freaking, uh, you know, Chippewas go to the league and everybody acts like, uh, man, what a great program. Look at Michigan pride. You know, same thing when we took Anthony Zettel. I know I had people coming up to me like, oh, the drafted Anthony Zettel. He's from uh, West Branch area. Like, who cares? You know, can he play football? Can he get to the quarterback? That's really what I care about. But uh, like I say, Eric Fisher, number one pick from – good old central Michigan there. I mean, he's been okay. I mean, Grifka, I mean, if he's not terrible, but he's not, you know, amazing. Like what would he be? I guess. Not that great. (laughs) Exactly. So him being out, it's not like, uh, I mean, name off some old tackles from like the 1980s or seventies Grifka that you love. So I can hit the bell, Uh, compare him to some of the greats.
1: (laughs) Jackie Slater, Anthony Munoz, um, Orlando Pace, you know I use that one a
0: lot. <laughs> exactly. So he's none of those guys. So to me it's just like, you know, put a new tackling dummy over there at the on the left side. I mean, anytime your your left tackle is out, it is something, you know? I mean, I know you cried a river when Ta- Taylor Decker was out. You were just like, "Oh my gosh, how are we going to play football? We don't have our left tackle." It's going to be just such a pain, but uh, you know, they plug in the next man up as they always say and Our guy did fine. I'm sure Kansas City has somebody in there. But, uh, yeah, when you're top guys and there's something you consider. But I don't think the Lions are just going to run through their O-line just because Fisher is out.
1: Yeah, that might be one of those things where I know last week when they played Philadelphia and Jason Peter was out, I thought they'd be able get uh, exploded a little more. They seem to do that a little better in the second half. So it might be one of those things where they just kind of have to you know, first few drives get the feel-out process. See what the guy, you know, I can't remember the Sorry, I can't remember the left tackle's backup. Can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, see what he's, see what he can do, and then know if they, they, like you said, they might put Flowers back, you know, over the center, or it might be one of those things where they think he's quick enough and they could exploit that where they put Flowers back on the edge, or um, you know, one of those things where they, they've been using Canard a lot off the edge as well, and it could use him as well. So. I think they're going to look to exploit that right there because, you know, Fisher was the number one pick, so a lot of people think, you know, like you said, he's 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 great, he's, a, he's the number one pick. Well, I, I think he's an average offensive tackle, so he's not going to make anybody remember Joe Thomas or anything like that.
0: <laughs> Chris, uh, do you uh, – I, I didn't mention it in our lead-up to Philly, but I should have. Like, I swear there has to be a drinking game with uh, how many times is Jason Peters going to go out of the game hurt? Because (laughs) this guy is hurt like three, four times a game on average, I believe. That's probably his average. Like, I thought it was so funny when he went out again. They came back, and oh, my gosh. They got to move on from that guy at some point. He's just hurt every game. It's crazy.
1: I think he's just taking a rest is all it is. He doesn't want to, like, tap his helmet out and say he needs a breather, so he fakes an uh, injury, and then he, like, comes out. It's like, okay, I'm ready to go back in. You're good? Good? Yeah, I can go. I can go. (laughs) And, you know, he's like, oh, I'm he's
0: good, good at it, man. There, there's not one Philly game i watched in the past three, four years where he's not hurt at least twice.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, running backs for, uh, Kansas city. I mean, they got Damian Williams and, uh, LaShawn McCoy. So he was uh McCoy, a touchdown last week against, uh, against Baltimore. I think he, I, I personally think he's lost a step, but I still think he can be pretty dangerous in that style of offense. Um, Do you think um, the running backs could be a little bit of a difficulty for the Lions defense this week?
0: Well, I haven't totally checked up on it. I do have Shady in a couple deep fantasy leagues, but, I mean, he went into that game hurt. He played well, and then I heard he got hurt again. Um, Damian Williams, you know, we're here mid-end of the week. He's been out still so and he didn't play last week so i don't expect him so now we're down two basically even if shady plays he's not you know a thousand percent we work our way down the depth chart then we got darrell williams Daryl uh you know darrell williams went to lsu and you know big old guy who kind of got pushed down the depth chart and then uh you know He didn't do anything, and then all of a sudden they plugged him in a little bit last year and even last week. He did pretty well, and then they got this Darwin Thompson kid who's a guy that was everybody's draft-date darling in fantasy football until they brought in Shady, and now he really hasn't done anything. So, I mean, again, I just worked my way down four or five running backs and basically have nobody that should really scare you. They could scheme up a few things, but – like you said, Shady, I like him if he's raring to go. He's another guy who gets hurt three, four times a game. You know, he, he pulls the Taysha on. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, wait, no, I'm okay. I'm Put me back in. You know what I mean? He does that a couple times a game. But uh, so the guy I'd watch out for is Darwin Thompson. I mean, I think he hasn't done anything yet. He, he had some pedigree coming out, where, you know, of the draft. Kind of some... Uh, gosh, I think he's kind of a multifaceted back. You know, he's got some, some ability. They thought he fit good in that offense. And, uh, like I said, just cause he hasn't done anything. And because there's some guys hurt, I'd think that this might be a game. They try to unleash him and you know how the lions sometimes are on running backs. They let him get some creases. So if anybody's to watch out, it'd either be him or if shady does play. Yeah. He might get you a couple times, but I don't expect any, you know, hundy and two touches out of him or anything.
1: Okay. okay um I pers- just short and sweet I don't think the I don't think that Kansas City's really going to focus on their uh running game this week. I think they're going to you know indoors I think they're going to be more worried about trying to pass the ball. Um simply cuz you know it's it's late in the week, slay still questionable. There's no real word. They're still wondering if he'll be able to go or not. That's leaving, you know, the windsock, Mike Ford out there on his side. He he did do okay against Philadelphia, but the wide receiver core that he'll be facing this week along with um, Sean Melvin on the other side, um, you know, Coleman and slides, it's, it's going to be a little more difficult. So with that being said, how do you think the Lions really handle this wide receiving core and tight end, you know, and Travis Kelsey, I mean, Travis Kelsey I think is probably the best tight end in the league. So uh, they, they did okay with Ertz. So I can envision them probably doing the double team again on that, but how do you think they handle the rest of these uh, speedy wide receivers that can really, uh, you know, open up the field.
0: I think we hit on it earlier. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, dealing with the kind of electric speed that Nicole Hardman has, or that Tyree kill would have if he was in, is tough, you know, that's why they score so many points is all it takes is a split second for them to blow past you or to scheme up a good route. And they're in the end zone and Pat Mahomes can throw it off his back leg. He can throw it sidearm. He can do everything. And, uh, you know, I think that they're going to find a few times where they catch a snap and I, I, don't, I hope it's not for touchdowns. I hope it's just for a couple of big chunk plays here or there, but it's going to happen, um, especially if you put all that, gosh, all that concentration on Travis Kelsey. I mean, he's a great football player, but just like in fantasy football, if I have to pick between wideouts and tight ends, I mean, I lean towards wideouts because they can put up big touchdowns and they can make explosive plays like Kelsey can do that. But I, I don't see him you know, scoring the big type plays that can really break our back. So, yeah, I agree. Put some emphasis on him, but don't get too locked out on him and, and leave your corners just empty out there because as good as Melvy has played, he can't deal with these guys. I mean, even Watkins, I don't think he can deal with his speed or his ability. And then, like I say, even if Slay is ready to go, which word is he's kind of practiced on a limited basis, unless he has a setback, I would think he tries to get out there, but he's got to be ready to roll because – Again, no joke, not only with their offense, but with the type of speed and ability. And uh, it's going to be tough. You know, even uh, DeMarcus Robinson's a big old bodied receiver that's done some things. So don't forget about him either. <laughs> Excuse me.
1: Do you think maybe, I know the Lions like to really, it seems like they run a lot more man this year. Do you think they might try a zone, might try a little more zone on defense to uh, maybe slow that down, keep keep these guys in front of them?
0: I, th- I think what it comes down to is sort of, um, you know, confusing them in whatever way Matt Pat thinks is best. So you can go ahead and zone it up, but you can't just stay in zone because you've seen our zone before just get picked apart too. Cause we don't have a ton of ball Hawks, you know, at least haven't, you know, over the last couple of years, maybe T walk can zone up and make a play on a couple of footballs, but sometimes zone gets you killed just as much as man. And, And Melvin and and Slay seem to be more man-type players. But, uh, I mean, you just got to mix it up. You got to change coverages. You got to bring people from different areas. Your linebackers have to be good in the middle of the football field. And at the end of the day, to me, what it really comes down to is tackling. Like, can can you get these guys on the ground when they make plays in front of you? Can you get a guy on the ground on a slant so it doesn't turn into 60-yard touchdown? You know, if they can do that and make it a long football game, I know we're concentrating on the defensive side of the ball but between them doing that and the offense controlling the football I think that's what's going to give them the best chance to win
1: yeah I think um I still think they're gonna I ask I could see a little zone like you said but I still think they're gonna go with the girl that got went there with them you know I think they're gonna try to man up as best they can and if um with Slay can't go or is real limited I think it really puts the defense in a bind I mean we all know Mike Ford doesn't have the speed to keep up with a whole lot of people, so um, that might be a big gut check time for him if he's uh, left out on an island alone. You know, either Mike you know, Ford—that's
0: that's your guy, right?
1: Yeah, the windsock, baby. One's like <laughs> windsock. So, uh, yeah, I think they're going to try. I think they're going to try to go man most of the game on this, and uh, you know, hopefully, they'll get some pressure on the uh, the quarterback. That way, those guys don't have to try to hang with those fast wide receivers for an extended period amount of time on the field. But um, let's do this. Um, you brought off the offense, you know, trying to, you know, maybe maintain the ball, put some long drives together. Um, offensive line obviously, was the last two games, have, hasn't given up a sack. I think it's been, been obviously a number of years since it's been three games in a row. Um, the uh, Chiefs got a pretty decent offence, defensive line. It's okay. It's not as, I don't think it's as good as Philadelphia's. I mean, well, Alex Okafor's on it. Frank Clark's there. Um, was it Chris Jones and uh, one of the defensive tackles? Um,
0: so it's kind of kind of middle of the road, you know? Yeah,
1: it's not it's not that great. Okay, <laughs> um, um, I, I know we always hope for it, but uh, do you see it? Do you see it happening? Three games in a row where the Lions don't give a sack?
0: Chris, as I often do, before I answer that question, do do you want to personally apologize to Taylor Decker, or, or do you still want him to just absolutely give you a a choke slam from the top rope when he sees you?
1: I'll go with the choke slam. I mean, that's fine. I still think he's probably the weakest offensive lineman on the team.
0: Did you beat him up, and then he comes back and plays good football? You got nothing to say?
1: That whole offensive line played good football. I will go with the whole offensive line. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. Can't give the guy any credit. Okay. Um, so in his absence, Crosby played well. He comes back. He plays well. You know, Frank Ragnall is out there getting the highest PFF grade of anybody playing really good football. I mean, you love that draft pick, right, Griffka?
1: Yeah, uh, Ragnall's playing uh, very well right now. I will, uh, I will agree with that. He's playing very well right now.
0: <laughs> oh great. I mean maybe that's why you take uh take linemen there when they're they can be dominant, right? I mean it helps your team a lot. So yeah, the uh, uh they're keeping like the quarterback it's clean. It, it's three games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um they're keeping the quarterback clean the last couple. I mean, again, I, I preach every week. It's kind of NFL ball, like both sides are gonna make plays. So if they come out and get a couple sacks, you know, the Chiefs on our team, I'm not gonna freak out about it. You know, I'd love to see them. Gosh, I, people have been saying they're not getting any push up front, you know, in regards to the run game. But I always just think people say that when we're not running the football incredible, it's like the easy answer. Oh, man, we can't move anybody up front. It's like, well, they seem to be doing good and moving people in the pass game and, uh, you know, at certain other aspects. So I don't know why they would just be terrible when it comes to run play. They just wouldn't be able to move anybody. But, I mean, the carry-on's numbers just haven't been there from a yards perspective. I mean, I think he's got to couple TDs or whatever. So, um, you know, yeah, keep the quarterback clean and, and get a little bit nasty down there in the trenches. Uh, to me, Kansas city is a finesse team, you know, from offense to defense to, okay. Yeah. You got a couple players here and there, but uh, you know, even honey badgers lost his mystique to me over the years. Like I always just think, man, this guy's so good. Like he's just all over the field. I've seen him get burnt a lot and kind of just, he's always hurt and something always going on. So, you know, between them, they don't have many corners. I feel like, you know, yeah, the offensive line can hold up fine and the offense should be able to kind of do what we want. You know, we should be able to throw it, run it, you know, hit TJ Hawkinson. How are they going to deal with him? You know, how are they going to deal with uh, our guys on the outside? I think that's just as much as a question is, Oh my gosh, Kansas city. So good. It's like, yeah, we got ballers too on that side. So I, I, I feel good about our offense, but I also feel, like I said, just put the foot on the brake pedal and just say, hey, hold up now. Extend drives. Keep Mahomes off the field is probably their best-case scenario, and I definitely think they're going to do that. Everybody's assuming it too, but I, I don't see why not. Go out and do that. Confuse them a little bit on defense. Extend the game and <clears throat> go ahead and win it, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it can be one of those games because I don't think – like you had mentioned it the Kansas City's defense I believe it does have a number of deficiencies deficiencies in it. I think it's one thing where Kansas City's kinda of just set up, like you said, they're just gonna outscore you as well as they're they're not gonna be uh I mean nobody's gonna confuse those guys for, you know, the Steel Curtain or, you know, the, the old Baltimore Ravens teams, you know, with Ray Lewis and, you know, Ed Reed and everything like that. So but this is a game where um I, I think I was I read this day earlier this week that Kansas City has like one of the You know, not that great run defenses. I think they're giving up, like, with, like, 127 or 137 yards a game. So, like you said, I think it's going to have to be one of those games where the Lions, you know, put long, methodical drives together. And I think they're going to – this is going to be one of those weeks where they believe they can run the ball on this team. Even with that defensive line, I I named a few. I mean, they're linebackers, like you said, I mean. I mean, their linebackers, are, I mean, they're okay. I mean, Damian Williams, Reggie Raglan, was it? Is it, Duran Lee's there, Anthony Hitchens, he's another one. I mean, they're all, they're all decent guys, but they're not nobody you're like, okay, we got, we got a plan for Reggie Raglan. We got a plan for Damian Williams. I, I think it's a team that they could probably really, I think this is a team they could run the ball on. Um, Philadelphia just had a really, really good run defense. Like you mentioned, Arizona, the first game, they're really trying to find their footing on that. And I think, Arizona really just stacks a box to try to say, go ahead and try to run the ball. Uh, San Diego, I think they did show a little more in the run game against San Diego, but I think this is a game where they can really, you know, this might be one of those games where like, Oh, where's going to be, uh, you know, carry on first hundred yard game. I believe this could be that game. He could, you know, bust off a few of those runs, you know, those long chunk yards, you know, 20, 30 yard runs, you know, a couple of them maybe. And, you know, he gets to a hundred yards, you know, by, you know, early in the fourth quarter, you know, even though it looks like they are trying to split his carries. But uh, this is one of those games I think the Lions are going to depend a little more on the run, you know, to try to really uh, slow the game down, keep the ball, you know, in their hands. Um, you had mentioned it before, like um, the Kansas City defensive backfield, you know, Honey Badger. I mean, I realize he's a strong safety, so he's going to be a little close in the box. But was it like Breland and Ward are the cornerbacks? Um, you think they're going to have trouble with, um, you know, Marvin Jones, who's having a good year? Galladay's been playing pretty well. Amendola, I mean, like you said, Hawkinson, Jesse James. Um, Do you see Kansas City's defensive backs really having any answers for our wide receiving core?
0: Yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, uh, I'm just anxious to see how how aggressive we are because we're talking about slowing the game down. I mean, Kansas City, you know, D has not been that – um you know right? uh, highly t- highly touted like you <laughs> like you mentioned so uh i think i think you know as much as we're saying slow it down win a game like that like part of my brain is saying like maybe it does take 35 points to win this game you know maybe i know i'm kind of going both sides of the coin there but i i'm just torn is it going to be a uh slow it down, play at Detroit's pace, or are we gonna just say hey we can we can slice these boys up too with our offense? Why don't we just go get points and try to somewhat outscore this team because there's kind of a weird stat I heard on uh good morning football i mean you you like that show right Griffka?
1: oh yeah Kay Adams she's a reason to watch that <laughs> she's she's a reason to watch that show
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh i I laugh at it I don't know I have it on usually uh you know, every day there, and uh, they do crack me up. Nate Burleson, uh, Kyle Brand's funny. Uh, Schraig's, you know, Peter Schrager does some annoying stuff, but I find it funny, kind of like you. Uh, but yeah, Kay K Adams, uh, straight under Tori Petri, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like that, that next person off the bench, maybe, but I mean, she know Tori Petri. Come on now, oh, um,
1: Kay Adams, a starter. She's
0: start man. <laughs> um, so, like I said, I'm kind of just like, man, you know, maybe, maybe we just go get it offensively. So, I, I'm just really curious to see what happens um, across the board. I get, I guess I didn't get to my stat. I got off track. Uh, they said on Good Morning Football that uh, Patty Mahomes has never played indoors ever, which is kind of like, huh? Really? But yeah, so this is first That's, indoor dude, you game. You better
1: bust out the wow, man! Wow, that, that really is. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, we got that for you. I mean, might as well well do it Frank Ribble style.
1: Here's a real wow for you. Wow! How about this one? Wow!
0: (laughs) That's a double wow from Frank. I mean, here's the thing, though. When they said that, people were like, oh, my gosh, he's never played indoors. Like, imagine what he could do. And I'm sitting there like... You know, I, I, I think it might be the other way. It might be kind of like, it's, it's a different atmosphere. So it's kind of odd for him, you know, more so than, oh, now he can really light it up. Like, I mean, the guy's going to be good regardless. Like, this is where I caution you, Griff, to not go into this game and Pat Mahomes throws two touchdowns in the first quarter, first half. And you're just like, oh my gosh, they were going to get blown out. Like he's going to make plays, whether it's in the first, second, third or fourth quarter. It's just, can we keep up? Can we limit those plays and win the game? I mean, we've got to score one more point than them regardless. So I'm just super intrigued. I mean, we'll get to our predictions here. But uh, this is a game that could go a lot of different ways, uh, good and bad, if you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Well, let's do this. Um, you uh, you know teased it before about the number of uh, people that had uh, called in, texted in, left their predictions. Uh, before we give them our score and how we think the game's going to come out, how about uh, you uh, get some of our fans out there and uh, see what they what they think about this weekend's game?
0: Absolutely, Griffka, Let's get to the people. Now, again, appreciate everybody sending this stuff in on Twitter. I... Uh been trying to figure out like, okay, get all these messages. Like, how do I save them? How do I get them organized so I could actually get them on the show here? So I'm going to my Twitter. I'm pulling them up. I was able to bookmark a lot of these. If I missed your tweet, I'm sorry. I tried to get them all, but let's go through these kind of quickly here. So we got Jordan at Carter Jordan T. He puts 24, 21 Detroit Prater gets a 50 plus yard field goal for the win oh my gosh hold on we gotta we gotta get a sound bit for that uh that one deserves a couple i mean that's a definite one of these drink it in uh... i mean definitely a side of this cornbread <laughs> oh and man grifka's favorite announcer of all time Ooh, woo, woo. oh my gosh that'd be sweet 24 21 with a game-winning field goal i absolutely love it uh david r at lansing's finest too uh, go blue there, David R. This says, uh, Stafford goes off out duels. Mahomes, we are you ready for this? Griff, are you sitting down? Yeah, 42 to 27. David R's got the Lions just putting it to him. Uh, let's go wow. here. This one from Michael. Really <laughs> this is from Michael Garrett. Um, he, he writes, I'm seeing a six point game. Chiefs with the last possession of the game, but a Lions W. Oh, man, love it. Uh, Craig Sherman, at, Craig Sh- at Sherman Craig. I uh, flipped it on us there. He writes 34-24 uh, KC. Uh, um, scroll down here to Day Rodriguez. He writes 36-30 uh, Lions. Gotta love it. Um, go down here to Splash. Splash writes in and says Lions. Um, he's got the Lions winning thirteen to two. Grifka. Oh, Okay, I believe that was a score prediction, but he's he's got the Chiefs getting a, a safety on us, and that's it. So that's an aggressive
1: Tigers Royals baseball game. I mean,
0: hey, I guess say I thought it was funny, so I put it on here. Um, Chad Ellis writes thirty-eight thirty chefs. Um, let's go to uh, Gosh, I don't even know how the last name on this one's Epperson. So Epperson, shout out! You write. Uh, let's go bold with this one. Lions forty, Chiefs twenty-seven. Now, <laughs> now that I'm off the pipe, the actual score with our lack of pass rush and health, I got Kansas City smoking us uh, like a Cherokee dinner uh score 35-16 with a miss field goal. Oh man, Epperson, you're killing me. Um let's keep going here. We got Mark Bartholomew. He's got uh, Lion going Lions 31-28. We got the Storm Gypsy. Storm Gypsy's got 24-23 Detroit, you know it. Uh we got uh Scuba Steve. Scuba Steve writes 34. 34- 24, Kansas City. Man, he must be uh, drinking your Grifka Kool-Aid there. Um, 34-27, Chiefs. But honestly, I hope the Lions will be on the winning side of this. I think the game will be close either way. That's from Rozzy. We've got the respected madman. He shouts out 33-24, Chiefs. I need to see the injury reports to say more. Okay, there's another guy. It's like, if Slay plays, we got a better chance. Like, come on, man. Like, I agree Slay is important, but I don't think he makes or breaks this game. But I do hope he plays. Uh, Ian, this is at Ian from Michigan on Twitter. He puts, if Slade does not play, 35-27 Chiefs. So I just said it, and there goes Ian using that. uh, (laughs) You know, if Slade plays, we win and dominate. If not, we lose. Come on. Um, Hope, Slade, you're out there. Big play. Get your butt out there. Um, A couple more here. We got Wes, who is at DET underscore sports underscore nut. He writes, uh, 32-28 Lions. He says, I think the D surprises the Chiefs. And they can't adjust quick enough to win the game. So I like that. And then uh, this final one from Chris Robbins. He put almost more of a chief hater than Lion Kool-Aid drinker at this point. Oh, come on now. You got to drink that Detroit Kool-Aid. Drink it in, uh... But I definitely think this is a very winnable game. And while I don't think the point differential margin will be large, I do think our chances of winning are in the 60 to 70% wise. And then he punked out and to give the score, I don't believe. But Chris Robbins seems like he's feeling pretty good. I feel pretty good about that, Griffka. We got some definite uh, Detroit Kool Aid drinkers that are thinking this is a dub ski. We got some high point totals. And uh, man, I'm right there with them. It could go either way, but I'm excited for this football game, no doubt about it.
1: Yeah, I'm uh I'm looking forward to this one. It's one of the uh I believe it's one of the two games this weekend where uh undefeated teams are uh, going against each other. And, uh, the other one I believe is the New England Buffalo game. But uh did You say
0: did you say undefeated Griffka? Yeah. I'm undefeated. Never lost. Never lost. That's our lines, in case you didn't know.
1: Good. So uh let's uh I'm going to do this. I I'm, I want you to finish cuz I want I want you to hear my my prediction first. Um, like we we broke everything down, you know, and I, I think this is one of those games, like we had mentioned, where Kansas City's defense is not that great. It's, it's not that great, but I mean, they do have a high powered offense. They can go out there and throw it up. Uh, Detroit's at home, they got a lot of confidence right now. Um, I think Slade's going to do his best to get out there, you know, obviously be out there, you know, warming up, you know, and the uh, coaches and doctors will make the decision at that point. But I think he's going to be one of those things where he's really going to, uh, you know, try to get out there and play. So,
0: uh, could you make a special trip and go shake his hand? Could you do that for the people?
1: Uh, Sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Um, it it plays good. Yeah. Great. Um, uh, with all, with all that being said, uh, it's, uh, I I think Kansas city's just got too much this game. I really do. I know when picking picking the games before the season started, we had this as a loss. So, you know, I'm going to go with that, but, uh, I'm th- I'm thinking Kansas City wins this one uh, 32 to. Uh, ah,
0: one like call. That, no, you don't like that. Call. I don't like that call. Not a very good call. I had to drop the hammer on you, Griff, because the people couldn't even hear your sorry ass yes score that you gave. Because everybody knows you're gonna be negative, so give it again so the people can hear it.
1: Uh, Kansas City 32, uh, Detroit 27.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah. All right, you done? All right, so people, are you surprised? I mean, Grifka pulled the same garbage last week. Oh, you know, Okri, because of my predictions, which we did back in, like, what, May? uh, You know, we got to call this a loss. You know, I can't wait till that Raider game comes around if we're rolling and see what you say then. But Grifka's got his loss. You know, I'm using my head. Okri 32 makes it close, so it kind of gets off the hook, but. I mean, come on, Grifka, that's weak sauce. We're we're, we're coming in this ball game. I mean, gosh, I, I don't know if you heard. I mean, I think you have. The Detroit Lions, I mean, if you look at their record. I'm undefeated, never lost. They've never lost in 2019. Okay, either have the Chiefs, great. The Chiefs get all this pub. I mean, they're kind of like your other favorite team, the, the Cleveland Browns, that come in with all this hype. What do we do? We've got a coach that grinds it out that finds a way to get dub skis, that just goes ahead and puts his players to work. We've got athletic, nasty football players at all levels of our defense, and we have playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. We are healthy across the board. I mean, uh, no major injuries. I mean, do the old Gruden gimmick. Knock on wood if you're with me uh you know what i mean like we are healthy we are ready to go we're in ford field that place will be rocking i mean could you imagine 3-0-1 heading into the bye week could you imagine us rolling up in green bay three zero and one just with our you know just wobbling our head just shaking you know in there just feeling like we're on top of the world like knocking people's cheddar right off their head as we walk down the streets like i'm telling you grifka Everything is going for the Lions to win this football game. You know, everybody thinks we won't, which, again, if you look at the way I look at the NFL, it's a it's a flip of a coin business. And it's also what have you done for me lately? Okay, probably the other thing will happen. So, Grifka, let me pick up the people. Let me do what I do on this show, which is squash all your random reasoning and just your your. On the fence, thinking this is a Detroit Lions dub ski. Drink it in, man. I mean, pile up the
1: cornbread, cornbread, cornbread.
0: This is a Lions dub. And you know how they're going to get it done, Grifka? They're going to get it done by keeping Pat Mahomes right over there on the bench for a good portion of this football game. As you noted, and as I kind of hinted at, Carry on Johnson is going to put up at least a buck 20 plus and one to two touchdowns. We're going to win this football game, and it's going to be 24 for the Lions, 21 for the Chefs, and yeah, it's either going to come down to a late field goal, or we're just going to be up three, and Kansas City's not going to be able to get it done. They're going to come up short, we're going to turn the football over, something's going to happen, 24 21. Everyone's going to be shocked. Oh my gosh. I can't believe Pat Mahomes didn't have a good game. Well, you know why he didn't? Cause we kept him over there. And then when he did get out there, we drew up all these crazy defenses and got after him. So that's my prediction, you know, could, could, could it go crazy on the scoreboard? It could, could a lot of other things happen. Sure. But I'm going out on the limb. I'm going bold and saying, there's no reason that everything's not lining up for the lions to shock the NFL world and get this dub ski. I mean, on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, Grifka, I think that's only fitting. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in. Uh... Now I'm done. Okay, cool, man. Well, I mean,
1: you are uh, you got you got them winning. I mean, I got them you know, coming up a little short. I mean, it's just what we
0: do. There we go. So get ready, everybody, next week. So if they get blown out or they lose by a couple, Grifka will say, I told you so. And if they pull the amazing victory that I've just predicted for you and all the Kool-Aid drinkers and the people, you can say how happy you are and have fun on the show. So with that being said, Grifka, do you have anything else today for the people?
1: Uh, nope.
0: Everybody, drink that Detroit Kool-Aid. Hit us up on Twitter. Give us your Carusos. Hit Grifka up at Grifka DKC. You can hit me at, uh, at Derek Oakry, D-E-R-E-K. Okay. R I E call that Detroit Kool-Aid cast listener line. And leave us a funny message. 989-272-3484. two, seven, two, three, four, eight, four. I'm going to be live tweeting the game for a uh, lions wire. So you can hit me up during the game. I'll be talking lions. I'll be reacting to the game live. Love to have fun with the fans that way. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great lead-up, great football game. Even if it went south for the Lions, our record's still good. We're going to the bye week and a huge Monday night game in Green Bay. Me and Grifka will be there if we don't kill each other before then. And uh, super looking uh, excited about all of it. The Lions are playing good football. We need to be happy about it. So um, thank you, everybody. Another fun show. We'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid Cast. Take care, everybody. We're out the playing this game is over it is over what a comeback by the lions drink it in man